Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Oh no. Welcome back to the number one podcast done on a balcony wins lunch. And I'm not kidding. It's quite literally scientifically the number one. Yeah. Yeah. The, Mo- the money. Numbers, the numbers are in. Numbers. All the shit. Um, you know, we usually have like sort of a longer intro on this thing. But look, sometimes we got to have a shorter one. And I want to get right to it because I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty fucking excited. Our output of athletes on the show. It's been pretty poor. Yeah, not high. It's not been great, but it's about to change. So we got to start strong, baby. We got to start strong. Here to chop it up with us is an NBA champion, NBA All Star, and one of the goats. Let's give a little baby round of applause for our friend Meta Sandiford Artes. Hell yeah! Ow! Thanks for having me, guys. Good to meet you, bro. This is our first time meeting. Absolutely. Nice to meet you, too. Thanks for having me on your show. Of course. Yeah, man. I was really excited, uh, Meta, because like I, when I reached out to you, you know, sometimes people are hesitant, right? Like because we, we, we've never met or anything. And you were super down right away. And that, that says a lot, man. We, it's, I, it's like a rare thing. So we, we appreciate it a lot. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I know everybody's out there building their brands up, social media, technologies, like giving everyone the opportunity to really just build their brand and um i mean just having that nba background i'm able to build my brand a little faster but with some technology and social media people that's never never would have had a chance and they want to build their brand so you know you you, you kind of keep your air to the to the you know to the street on social media and you guys mm-hmm. are doing a really good thing so you know uh, keep going thanks bro thanks we, brother yeah we really appreciate that um, Absolutely. So, okay, so let's dive right in. I, I first became um, familiar with you because of a little video game called NBA Live 2005. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I I forget why. I think we played like a you know the roulette right where you just like it boom you play two random teams me and my little brother and uh, and I landed on the Indiana Pacers and nice. And I will tell you this: it wasn't the last time I played with that team because I played. You know, the, I just remember the lineup, you, uh, Reggie Miller, Jermaine O'Neal, this like this crazy five to seven players that like started. And um, and I and I just remember because I, I got to know you as Ron Artest as well. And then again, as Meta World Peace. And now you you took your wife's name, correct? Yep. That's right. I love that so cool, much, man. man. Cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know that game was live. Live was really, really cool. I, I miss live. Yeah, there's something about that. Such a great game. There's something about that gameplay, right? Like it just feels good. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't high in technology, but you know, it was just amazing. I, I, I much rather play live. I, I stopped playing live. I stopped playing video games when live was like kind of over. Mm, yeah. And when they started to put too much technology into it, I just stopped playing. I missed the. But you know, the kids like the new technology, so it's all right, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I agree though, because it's like when the players get. Like too tired or something in the video game. It's like I just I just want to like I just want to go windmill dunk the whole game. Like, yeah, the technology gets gets to be a lot, but yeah, I guess kids yeah, kids yeah. like it. <laughs> you know, it's fun. Yep. Um, but anyway, so another thing about that game that I loved was uh, in a, in a few games was the soundtrack. Oh yeah, is is crazy. It's just like Which ones? NBA Live 05. 
Oh, 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 I think I stopped playing live. I think I stopped playing live. Um, this one hmm. had Carmelo on the front, maybe? I think I stopped playing live right when, because when, two, when 2K came out, then uh. live started to try to compete. Yeah. You know, Sega, I think it was Sega. Yeah. Jeez. They had, the, they had the 2K first, I think. And then, like, Live tried to, they, they tried to step it up because Live was dead for a couple of years. Remember when Live was dead? It's crazy how, like, games can can come and go like that. Because there's a cut, like, Crash Bandicoot's coming back right now, which is really. Oh, I love Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Hell yeah. Incredible. It's a, maybe the best video game ever. So much fun. I love Crash Bandicoot. Have you played the, uh, the like, the remastered version? I like the original Crash Bandicoot. I like the one that came out in about 2001. Where you go to each island and do like, and then you face the the bosses at the end of the island, Papu Papu. And <laughs> Hell yeah. That one's crazy. I love that. I like that one. Because then they came out with another one. Because like, you know, really, I just bought the game. I went to the store and bought the game. But when I tried to buy the game again a couple of years later, maybe four years later, I, I and I had a new Crash Bandicoot. I'm like, no, this is not the game I want. Yeah. I want the one 2001, but I didn't know the title. I don't know how that works, like what title it was or anything. So. Yeah, they add like Crash, like Nitro Racing. <laughs> right, I think I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. that was that was okay. But yeah, they, they like they get they get to be a little extra after a while. Crash Badminton. Yeah, like, right. What is going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so, dude. It's it's crazy how and then so they brought it back and they remastered it, but it's the it's the 2001 game like it's the original game. They made the graphics just a lot better, but everything's the same like the way you play and everything. It's really yeah. really fun. I, I'm actually gonna try and play that one because they they should do that one live too. By the way, but they can really keep it the same. You know, don't don't change the course. It's such a great game, right? So don't change much. Just yeah, the graphics. You know that that would be nice if they could change the graphics. Yeah, I mean they're do they did it to Tony Hawk, the new Tony Hawk game, and it's it's. I never played Tony Hawk, man. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Yes, yeah, that's cool. the one. I played Excite Bike. Oh yeah, no Some, way. Yeah, similar vibe. That's it's, <laughs> it is. I anyway, played Excite Bike. I love Excite Bike. You make your own course. I miss Excite Bike. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, you got. I mean, I feel like you could go on like eBay and buy that original console. Like I feel like you like we you probably could, can. Yeah. So do I'm it, sure. bro. Do it. You have like you'll have your childhood, uh, you know, like set up again. I haven't played video games in ages, maybe ten years. This is two thousand, maybe fifteen years. Yeah, damn. Oh, actually, you know what? I, I did play. I did do VR boxing. No, that that's that's incredible. Yeah, what does that feel like? Like, is that like feel that like you're there? Incredible. You said what? Does it is it like is it really as real as we hear it is? Like, does it feel that real? It's incredible. It feels so real. It's like. It's the closest thing you ever be to becoming a professional fighter. It feels, and it feels like you're fighting, and everything is just so real, and you get exhausted. It's the, I, I was, I'm, I'm on the floor Wait. after I do VR boxing. I love VR boxing, and I just did that. Maybe I actually did it a couple times during COVID. I took my son's VR. I think I'm gonna get one of those, and then I might have played. Another, actually, I did play boxing. Um, the old Muhammad Ali, I think it was called Knockouts. Knockouts. Oh, yeah, yeah, Knockout. Yeah. Dude. I did do. I did play Knockouts also. For okay. Rocky Marciano and <laughs> Ali and Fraser. That was a good game. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it, dude. The whole like, do do you watch a lot of boxing? Oh yeah, boxing is my number one sport. Okay, what you what know, do you think about what what do you think about these like YouTuber like celebrity boxing matches? 
I think they're so lucky because I remember, like, right. honestly, when I was uh, 24, I was going to start training um, Angelo Dundee. Uh, my dad got me in touch with Angelo Dundee. Damn. And um, so I was going to start training so I could turn professional at 35. So that was going to take me about 10 years to, like, really perfect the craft. But then when the brawl happened, I just kind of backed off because I didn't want to. Uh, I was going to announce it, actually, mm. that I'm going to turn pro at 35 when I finished my basketball career. Um, but, you know, it was um, so, you know, I say that because the love of boxing, is, I mean, you really got to want, want to box, you know, professionally, you got to want to get your head knocked off. And back then I was OK with it. But um, as I as I got closer and closer to, you know, 30s to my 30s, I was just like dream wasn't there no more because I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable, you know, going into a ring with only like three, four years training yeah um yeah. so i just gave it up but it's my favorite sport i much rather do boxing uh activities than basketball honestly yeah i love boxing well it's, it's crazy too because you're like you yeah you do have to like like you can't just be like yeah I, I box like you hit the gym it's like i you gotta live boxing oh yeah if you're a boxer oh yeah yeah oh yeah even these like youtube kids who i, I and i I gotta admit, I like I like the YouTube fights. Like, I mean, even like the Aaron Carter uh, Lamar Odom fight that's gonna happen. <laughs> that's happening soon, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm for sure buying it. Uh, Who's Aaron Carter? Is he like a star? He was or? a sing- he was like a kid star, like Backstreet Boys in like the '90s. So I think he, mm. I think he's like 35 now. But um, now he's insane, dude. <laughs> he's completely lost his mind. It's crazy. It's gonna be a good fight. Let's just say it's gonna. Oh, be yeah, weird. I'm actually looking forward to it because both guys are like kind of inexperienced, so. Yeah, you know, so maybe somebody get punched in their face, but Lamar's you know quite a lot bigger that's though. It. He's like huh? he's Lamar's a way bigger. bigger than Aaron. <laughs> I know Lamar is a little bit taller, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, just like a foot or two. And Aaron, but that was smart of Lamar. I wouldn't fight nobody six eleven. No, if I was gonna do it, I'm fighting somebody five three. <laughs> I mean, you're not far. He's not far off. Me. He's probably like five nine, and he weighs definitely a hundred pounds less. And I'm just, and he's also he's talking a lot of shit on social media. I'm like, dude, you gotta, Aaron, you gotta relax, dog. They actually offered me, and I was like, give me ten million. I was like, I, I just overpriced myself. I know, I know the going rate. The going rate is like, I think I don't even know, three hundred grand or something. Yeah. I was like, give me ten million. It was like, that's too much. I said, oh, sorry, can't fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if there was a, I won't even fight for ten million. I, I'll overprice myself every single time. That's smart. I dig that. W- would you do it now? Like if someone's like, "Ron, we got ten million to fight whoever," then I'll say twenty million. I, <laughs> <laughs> I literally do not feel like getting in the ring for nothing. I like I like that. And then if they're like, because yeah, oh. it's just like you know, one, I don't want to punch nobody in the face, and then two, I don't want to get punched in my face. <laughs> So, yeah, that's know. the most simple reason. I, I remember asking a buddy yeah. of mine, and he was thinking about getting into boxing, and he was like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to stop." I'm like, "Why are you stopping?" He's like, "I don't like getting punched in the face." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that makes I don't feel like that it. makes sense, <laughs> right? You're just like, "Oh no, man, I don't feel like it anymore." Like, <laughs> it hurts. Turns out, getting punched in the face sucks. But and then, like, if I'm not in shape, I'm afraid that you know, I'm just not. I'm not going to be able to. It's just not fun. But I, I like. I rather I will commentate it or watch it, but yeah. not uh, actually. It gets me. I've been watching those recently because I've been into it recently, and I'll be on like the stairmaster or treadmill, and it gets me pumped up. Like I'm like while I'm running, you know, it like, gets me like going, it gets my blood pumping, just watching fights. Yeah, yeah. 
some nice ones coming up. The guys, I mean, they're putting their life on the line. Yeah. Especially if you love boxing, if you watch it like how I watch it. I mean, these guys are putting their lives on the line uh, for their families. But, I mean, maybe it's for us, too, because, you know, I'm having a great time, right? So, mm, yeah, these guys, you know, people dying in the ring and some brain damage. It's like it's like a serious sport. We, and we watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, we watch it, like, and happy when somebody gets their head knocked <laughs> off, which is just, like, unreal. It is, it's very, <laughs> uh, it's very, like, primal like ro- like almost Roman gladiator stuff, it is. you know, like yeah. cheering on to, for some guy to hurt another guy, which is crazy. Um, I know, I know, it's really true. And you know, I mean, with boxing, I mean, boxing UFC, you got both, but boxing, the the, the type, the, the way they throw punches is like, it's such, it's just so sweet. Like if you throw an uppercut and a hook, and then a guy goes down, it's like almost like poetry. It's like unbelievable how. But then again, it's like you know, somebody just got their head knocked off, concussion. Yeah. yeah, they go like stiff. The, 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 the craziest the craziest shit ever is like when someone gets really hit and they go like a board. They get stiff and like fall over. I'm just like, holy That's scary shit. shit, dude. Yeah. That is scary. That's very scary. Like to get, you know, to be like, you know, uh, your brain just shuts off. Like who reset right now? <laughs> Hard like, reset. reset. Hard like, reset. Like, your brain is saying, I'm going to tell everyone in the world that. Don't hit him again, <laughs> right? That's what the brain is. Look, he's out. Or we out? Humans, <laughs> stop! <laughs> Don't punch him again. Because imagine if you didn't. Imagine if that didn't happen. Imagine if you were still active and, you didn't and really like show that you were knocked out. Then the next couple of punches are like just deadly. I mean, that's why. That's why like the UFC, the UFC stuff is scary because like sometimes you don't know and they'll just keep going and going and going. And, right? They're just sitting there, just yeah. taking these. <sighs> You have UFC is different. Like, yeah. Yes, it's different, and you don't take as much punishment, obviously, because boxing, you take way more punishment. But the UFC, like, you could just, like, somebody's knocked out, then your knee, you could literally put your knee in his face oh, or her face. That would suck so bad. On the floor, I'm like, that sucks so bad. <laughs> no, thank you. The UFC is like, that's, amazing. that's an amazing sport. MMA, UFC. Dude. Yeah, really, really crazy. Yeah, just the, just. Even more Roman in an octagon yeah, that has a cage, cage. just <laughs> ripping each other apart. That would be. I mean, I, I, they did have the octagon fights. I think at one point. I don't know if they're doing that anymore. I don't know. But they did have the fights in the octagon, MMA fights. I think James Tony fought in the octagon. Oh, really? Or maybe a UFC's an octagon. Maybe. I think. I think it sometimes is. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe sometimes. Oh, that, maybe a big circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big. There's circle. definitely a cage. That's. I know that for sure. But. Which, yeah. yeah, which makes it so, like, dude, raw. It is time for an ad. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Dezo. Dezo is not just your average spiked seltzer. It's actually pioneered a new category. Spiked super fruit water. That's a pretty cool name. While all these other companies focus on minimizing impact, like lowest calories, lowest carbs, whatever, Dezo provides you with health benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, antioxidants. Also, this is really dope. They use gluten-free vodka, not some weird malt liquor you never heard of. With Dezo, you know exactly what you're putting in your body. Get respectfully wild with Dezo Spiked Superfruit Water. Also, listen up. Stop what you're doing. Do you like free stuff? This is this is huge right here. If you want some free Dezo, head to thefutureofdrinking.com and then click sign up for early access. All you have to put is your name, your Instagram handle, and of course your referral. Wins Lunch Podcast. 
and you, yeah, yeah, you could win a free giveaway. Must be 21 plus. Dezo, the official drink of Wins Lunch. Now back to the show. Well, uh, <laughs> speaking of sports, I have a real nerd question for you, if you don't mind. But when you were in the league, can you can you take us through like what's a game day like? Like starting from waking up to hmm. post game, you know, whatever. I mean, like when I was um, in the league, I think my, my my day was wake up early. It just it was in phases actually, right? So when I was a nineteen year old rookie. Mm. Um, I was in Chicago. I would go eat breakfast. I think I would go to McDonald's. I think my first couple of years was McDonald's for breakfast. Dang, hold, hold like up, sausage <laughs> meta. This is a this. Well, we gotta get back to this because I actually want to know this too. But that just reminded me. I heard, and I don't know if this is true. When you when you got drafted the Bulls, you also worked at uh, Circuit City. Yeah, yeah. Is that real? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's true. At the same, were they, did like fans come in? They're like, uh, uh can I get a boombox? <laughs> like, like looking at you, know who you are. Like, what was that like? And also, um, why did you have a job at Circus City too? <laughs> you know, like for me, it was like when I was um when I was like in, when I was playing at the uh, when I was with the Bulls, I was still nineteen, so I just wanted to be normal, man. Because I was like, I always like was a man of like. Or teenager that was just like, you know, always represent your hood, like stay, stay real all the time. So uh, a job was something that kept me like uh, sane. That makes sense. You know, um, it kept me really sane, like just having a job. So when I applied for Circuit City, it was just like trying to stay grounded because, you know, even though a million dollars, I mean, relative, it's not a lot of money relative, you know, to what you have experienced in your life. But to me, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And um, you know when you make when you when you have that much money in your pocket, I mean, you just we just a couple years ago I was doing needed a dollar, needed five dollars, right? So, um, so for me it was getting a little bit overwhelming. Mm. Um, like I wasn't even thinking about anything except like where I where I come where I came from. Interesting versus like where I'm gonna go. Yeah. So, so I was like, I gotta get a job. I gotta, I gotta stay down to earth as much as possible because I was, I was not, I, I was, I was leaving slowly. <laughs> you know, I was leaving slowly. That's crazy that you were able to, uh, at nineteen, you were able to like recognize that. I mean, I feel like at nineteen, if I someone gave me a million dollars, I'd be dead. <laughs> just... Oh boy, 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 I almost was. <laughs> Shit. That, that, I mean, that's a that's a really cool reason. Like, that's really really cool. Like, it's it that you had yeah you had that much foresight at that young of an age super cool man i was just trying to it was, just, it was weird it was a weird time and then you then yeah. you know then you uh making more money yeah you know next year then you sign another contract you know what i mean and it's like you really didn't have a for me personally everybody's different but for me personally you know it was uh, a little overwhelming a little overwhelming i don't blame you yeah <laughs> i feel like the first time you come into any sort of money like to that caliber i mean for anybody right it's like it's it's crazy to 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 like what do you do <laughs> like what do I do? I know, yeah. I know everybody's different though. It depends like it depends who you are. I know people who mm. didn't grow up with a with a dad, mm-hmm. but they they stable versus people that grew up with their mom and dad, but they're not stable. Like it just depends on the person. It does, doesn't it? You know what I'm saying? It really depends on the person. Sometimes somebody might be educated. Somebody might not be educated. Somebody might. Be have a lot of common sense. Somebody might not have common sense. Like it's just human nature, right? It's just like everybody built different. Yeah, you're right. You're you're totally right on that. 
Um, everybody built different. Sorry, sorry to totally sidetrack. So you're you're at McDonald's, you're having <laughs> sausage. <laughs> oh yes. So <laughs> well, yeah, so in Chicago, my breakfast it definitely started out as McDonald's breakfast, and sometimes, well, actually, oatmeal was in the mix of that mm-hmm. because when I was like on my grind, I was really disciplined. So and I had no money, so I was forced to eat oatmeal in the morning. So in college, I was eating oatmeal also, but. When we started to get stipends in college, you would get stipends, and now I can buy like New York City Hero sandwiches. I can buy gyros, gyros with cheese. You know, I can buy three of them. You know, like three seventy-five. Like this is crazy. I, I would buy three sandwiches, gyros, Greek meat. You know, um, and it was just Love lamb. That. I said Greek meat, but it's, you know, yeah, it was yeah. a, it's a Greek dish. But um, so when that happened, when I got to the league and I was getting a lot of McDonald's, I was able to get like the fish sandwich, the McDonald's. Fish sandwich, fish fillet, dog. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, right? And then, so then that was breakfast, and then lunch was also after practice. Get a quick two, maybe two, three fish sandwiches, and then going um, back for more maybe, fish sandwiches. Hell, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like more. it. I would actually have, and when I got to Indiana, I was eating fish sandwiches for breakfast. Like <laughs> it was just unbelievable. And then sometimes I mix the fish sandwich with the uh, with the McGriddle. Oh, let's go. <laughs> oh, with the syrup, and then, um, and then, I, then I became addicted. With I became addicted to the Burger King chicken sandwich, the long one. Oh yeah! Oh dude. oh hell yeah! That one's great. They're good. Oh too too many of those. <laughs> <laughs> too many. Of them. And then when I started to uh, realize that wasn't helping my performance, then what? Um, Burger King's not good for you. <laughs> it's not helping on. you run up and down the court. <laughs> That's <laughs> insane. <laughs> An I started to eat a lot of beans and rice. Beans yeah. and rice is like. I would say 60% of my meals. And then beans was maybe like maybe 80%. Damn. I feel like beans and rice is 40% of our meals. Yeah, yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah. Still make our own Chipotle. Yeah, yeah dude. That, make your own Chipotle is great. Yeah, um, no one in phases. I, 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 I went vegan a little bit. I, I kind of wish I'd have never went vegan in the NBA, honestly. I know people see it differently, but I did. I was vegan for, I would say, Three years oh, wow. in my prime, and I had no energy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think about that. When yeah, we said bean and, beans and rice, I was like, "Oh, were you?" I was literally going to ask, "Were you vegan?" And that, yeah. Oh no, not at that time. I had beans and rice with a burger. Let's <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, go. You know, I, I would have a burger. I would have like steak or fish or chicken. Um, I was still, you know, what I was doing too a lot back then. I was doing like, you know, the the, the cuts of meat is different. You know, you got really good meat if you go to Whole Foods or other. But like in our neighborhoods, like where I'm from, I don't know what type of meat it is, but it's ground, right? So it's like <laughs> yeah. a lot of chopped up. I used to love chopped up ground meat with cheese, like a burger. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, someone else is eating it, oh, so it must be safe. So I'm eating it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that sounds good right now. Yeah, I would have some ground beef, dude. Oh, man. We might have to hit up Trader Joe's after this, get some. Get some ground beef, put some cheese on it. Ground chuck. I think it's called chuck, right? The ground chuck, chuck. The chuck yeah. meat. Oh, it's yeah. The horse meat. Yep. <laughs> horse meat. Maybe. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> when I, I used to be, I, so I used to love Taco Bell like in junior high and high school. And uh, and I, I would go there. And one time, as a joke, my dad said, Oh, like, you must like horse meat. And I was like, Huh? And he goes, Yeah, they make, they're 20% horse meat. 20%. So then, horse you know, meat. fast forward, he probably told me this when I was like 13. Fast forward to when I was like 19 or 20, my little brother's going to Taco Bell and I'm like, I can't believe you eat that horse meat stuff. My dad goes, what What did you say? And I'm like, 
I can't believe that he's going to Taco Bell because they have horse meat. And he goes, dude, I was just fucking with you like seven <laughs> years ago. Like it was a joke. It's not real horse. So I was I was a legal adult thinking that Taco Bell had also horse meat. That would be very that's uh, crazy. Be very illegal to them to serve horse meat. You never know. That, yeah, that, I mean, I I, I, can, I can see why. I remember a long time ago I was younger than my cousin told me I had a I had a mouse in my pants and it wasn't a mouse. But since they told me, I'm like, it's a mouse in my pants. It's a mouse in my pants. It wasn't a mouse in my pants. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you'll believe anything when you're little, especially like junior yeah. high. When you're middle school, you just like want to be cool, and you're like, "Yeah, Taco Bell totally has horse meat." My dad, told I told me. a lot of my <laughs> yeah, friends see, exactly. that there was horse meat in there. <laughs> <laughs> I told a lot of people. Wait, so not yeah, to uh, they probably don't like that. They probably they probably say you're the worst person. You have horse meat. I mean, <laughs> lamb is pretty good. Lamb is I like nice. Lamb. lamb is not harmful. I like lamb. Yeah, lamb is really. I, yeah, I like I like lamb and. I guess certain places they eat dog and they, which is not nice. But <laughs> yeah, where, um, where did you where did you play overseas? Oh, I played in um, Italy. I played in um, China. I, oh, that was, yeah, I wanted to play in other cities, other countries too. But I played in Italy, China. I did play in the Philippines, maybe just for a game or something. I think I don't remember. I might have played in the Philippines. I was asking I because it seems it seems like you like like a like Middle Eastern cuisine, like 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 euros and and sort of that kind of stuff and i mean yeah my favorite i mean i got pound for pound like food culture ethnicity um i love i i, th- I love indian food I, 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 I love some indian food. it's good that, that'll, that'll fuck me up right dude not for me <laughs> that 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 comes out not how i want it to so it's yeah it is. It's. I like the whole thing too. Like I love going to a, an amazing Indian restaurant. They have a. They have a bunch here in L.A. A really great spots. Uh, yeah. What's your What's I your I've been to a couple. What's your favorite spot here in town? Well, I don't know the names, but I know I've been to a couple. Just like you, just type in Indian food, you just go to the Indian food spot. I don't know. I don't They're know the good. names. Yeah. yeah. There's a really. They have a lot of great local restaurants in L.A. I mean, yeah, and every every different kind of restaurant. Like, have you been to Cha Cha Chicken? Uh, no, I no, I still haven't. I know of it though. Yeah, cha cha chicken. I don't know why I thought of that. But. Twenty. Uh, we near my house. There's this place called uh, Twenty Four Twenty Four Hot Chicken, and it's like Dave's Hot Chicken kind of, but it's unbelievable. It's like it's. Have you been to Stout Burgers? Yeah, it's right down the street from my house. Stout Burgers. Stout is banging. I love Stout. <laughs> Buttered buns. I love Stout Burgers. Yeah, yeah, they like take the buns and they like sear them on the grill. Oh man, it's like a mukbang they're, they're- podcast. <laughs> what about Kings and Queens? You've been to Kings and Queens? No. What's that? In Santa Monica? It's really good. Well priced. What kind of food? I, I think the best burger pound for pound is In and Out. Ooh. Yeah. If I mean, In and Out is, you, you had that like two nights like ago. Two nights ago, yeah. Yeah, drunk In and Out. In and Out's the best burger. I mean, it's, cra- it's crazy. And that place, like, everybody yeah. dreams of having In and Out that's not from LA or lives in LA. Like, yeah. my family comes out and they're like, they drop their bags and they're like, duh, we got to go right now. Like I've been thinking about it thing. for weeks. Yeah. I know, man. I had my first In and Out burger. I was 13 years old. I came to LA with Lamar Odom, Melton Brand, Eric Barkley, Reggie Jesse, and our team. Holy high shit! Team. That was your high school team. Oh yeah, we were stacked. What the fuck? That's insane. Where were you oh, from? Yeah. It was not fair. We beating people by 50 in championship game. <laughs> we won a championship game by 60, literally 60, <laughs> 80, like winning the game. It was bad. That's that's. Was, and we wouldn't let up. We were always trying to win by fifty and sixty. Um, were you guys anyway. just were you guys just dunking and stuff like as 15, 13 year olds? No, we we, we yeah we just dunking because we you know we're young. When you're young, you're in your prime. But we, we didn't have like 
major athletes. You know, guys' head wasn't over the rim or nothing like that. Yeah. Like you see some of these high school guys like head all over the rim. Crazy. But we were just like abusing people. Yeah, I was gonna say I think <laughs> he might have committed like child endangerment there for like, oh, just a bit. Just <laughs> sometimes we see them and we just be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Was, was you know, Elton Brand like, massive as a as a kid too? Same size. Like when, when we got, when we all got older. Uh, I would say Elton at about 16, 17. That's he was the same size. That was him. Damn. <laughs> Couldn't stop him. Yeah, that's that's, that's silly. <laughs> and he was very agile. He had a handle, very very agile. That's when we came to LA on a trip and we played and we stayed at a hotel right across the street was in and out. So we went to get, you said, where are we going to eat guys? Let's go there. We went to go eat in and out and everybody's eyes, when they took a bite, and, oh my goodness, <laughs> oh my goodness. Right. So we went there for breakfast, lunch and dinner, yeah. we dinner yeah. breakfast, lunch and dinner. And we was back on the, and we brought burgers back. We was calling our parents. You got to taste the burger. You got to taste this burger. <laughs> and then like, we literally took the burgers back. Sneaking them on the flight. Yeah. Not sneaking them, just like oh, putting them in my bag. Because you didn't have to sneak food back then. You didn't, oh, you, know, right. you could bring a pit bull on a plane <laughs> in 93 or 95. But um, we brought them back and saved it. And, you know, by that time, the, the tomato was a little soggy, but it took six-hour flight back. And we gave it to our family members. They were like, oh, my goodness, this is really good, right? So then I, have, then I haven't been back to L.A. for, like, I don't know, like, I think it was. Six years. I got to the NBA and I went right to in and out. Just like right there. <laughs> right to- Damn, dude. I don't blame you. Yeah. You're uh are you from New York? Oh, uh, I'm from New York City. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. That would make sense why your team was stacked out of their minds, dude. <laughs> That's a crazy yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Wait, so I, I gotta I, I wanna get back to my question because I really wanna know. But okay, but let's get more specific. What about like you guys won championship two thousand ten, right? So what? So yep. so what's like a what's like a game day, on like the Lakers 2010? Like what's that day like? So that a game day on that ball 2010 was interesting because when I first got to the Lakers, so I was I was just coming off vegan, and I was still, actually I was turning into a raw vegan like raw vegan. So oh, at damn. that time I was I was kind of healthy, but then I partied a lot that summer. Um, I just got beside myself, so I was actually out of shape. Up until January, I actually had to go on a second training camp for myself. Starting, uh, oh, I started damn. in late December, and I took myself through a whole new training camp, practicing and just going and just detoxing. Wow. And I was heavy, I was real heavy, um, and we were losing at that point. So then, um, I was about two sixty, two sixty eight. But you know, when I started to get a rhythm, get in shape, I was doing a lot of extra running and stuff. And then um, after that. You know, pretty much uh, when I got when I got a rhythm, it was practice at about 45, 10 o'clock, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually we had lunch. We had lunch after every practice. So uh, actually, the, the the winning meal was sweet potatoes. That was like oh. mm, that was the carb. main meal. Yeah, dude. Sweet potatoes, chicken, fish. Um, sometimes broccoli is when the team lunch after practice. Pretty much the same meal every day. Um, <laughs> yeah. They might have switched it up sometimes, but the sweet potatoes was the winner. Yeah, um, I believe it. So I remember the year they took the sweet potatoes away. I'm like, why? I'm like, I don't get corporate sometimes. 
Like, yeah. why did you stop the sweet potatoes? It's the winner. <laughs> we got back-to-back titles on the sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I'm like, why? Yeah, at least leave the sweet potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Trust they, me. They literally took sweet potatoes away. I was like, and they started to bring other foods and stuff. It was really funny though. It was so funny. That is funny. That's good. When you when you have when you're when you're that superstitious, just like don't touch the sweet potatoes. Listen, <laughs> man, if, if that's giving you guys confidence and that's you know and that's fueling something, then yeah, bring us all the sweet potatoes. We got to make shirts that say "Don't touch the sweet potatoes." Yeah, we got to make a sign. <laughs> everyone's on the. Everyone's gonna wear shirts. Yeah, on the <laughs> sideline. <Yeah. laughs> don't touch. Yeah, the sweet but it, was, it was. It was um, it was great. When Phil was there, obviously, I got there. I was there with Phil, so amazing. Phil was great. Yeah, you know, um, just a lot, a lot of meditation, a lot of. I mean, Phil's just great. He's he's um, I would say like a life coach, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Out there, I get those vibes. I like a life coach. That's what I I watched. I watched the last dance, and that's definitely what I what I got from that. It's like like he sticks with you. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, and you're not. I mean, we, we all as human, we're not as humans. We're not perfect, but like he's someone that's like. Like he stick with you, yeah. You know what I'm saying. You you remember the the teachings and the love for life and the love for yourself and the beauty about life, like that type of stuff. You know, you you can't really buy. I mean, it's no wonder that he's successful and makes his players successful because he's yeah. teaching how to be a good person, and that obviously translates to basketball or what literally any aspects. Like that's yeah. He's like you know how to be together, yeah. how to do everything, how to do things together. Yeah, that's you know versus like versus on your own and and how to build chemistry. Like you take those are life lessons. Like especially if you're an athlete. Yeah. That never like, I had a chance to get life lessons. That's a Alexa, Amazon. You're good. Phil Jackson biography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was uh? I mean, what was what was winning a championship like? I mean, what was like? It's probably pretty good. I mean, yeah, I would have guessed what good. <laughs> Probably good, I would assume. <laughs> that was a good feeling. I mean, it's like as long was it? It's 2021, so yeah. that was 11 years ago. I mean, you know, it was a good feeling, man. It's like I still, it's still one of those things where when you think about it, you know, you get kind of excited. I've been so caught up in um like my my other things I'm doing in my life, but that's one thing. Like when you think about it, it just never goes away. It's like you always think about it, like why well, I got an NBA championship. And when you put it in perspective, where you came from and where you at. Everybody's life is different, yeah. you know, and where I came from, I'm always like, wow. And there's a Lakers championship. Mm. It's just like, it's like, you know, yeah, it's just like, like a lot of other players. That's about as good as it yeah. gets. I mean, yeah, yeah. Th- that, that, what you just said, putting stuff into like, cause, cause you know, like as being in the music industry and being a, a, a touring artist, it's like sometimes, it's like sometimes shit just, most of the time shit doesn't go your way. Like, you know, it yeah. just like you're promised everything and some things so it just gets really frustrating it's like why am i not where i want to be and then you know to relate to you i'm like oh man i remember when i was 17 and i was playing at that mexican restaurant down the street from my house for two people and covering covering usher on acoustic guitar (laughs) and then now i get to live in la and this is my job and i get to tour to where you know what i mean like it's like life life moves really fast a little too fast sometimes. I'm quoting Ferris Bueller a little bit. <laughs> uh, and you got it. You do have to stop and look around. And for you, it's like, oh yeah, I got all this shit going on, like all these businesses and everything. Also, I got a I did win a championship yeah. too. It's pretty, Everybody' life is different, man. You know, yeah. like some people. True. I, I really appreciate my life. Like, um, 
I think I look at it differently. Like a lot of awards that I didn't, phys- I don't physically have. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of mental awards. Hell yeah! That I'm really grateful for like yeah. people's words that I hold on to even more than my trophies. Like especially amongst your peers. Like I, I remember when I came back from my my last stint in the NBA, and Kawhi Leonard said, "Man, it's good to see you back." Yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And I never Special. talked to Kawhi ever on the court. I never said one word to Kawhi. I never said, hi, you know, much success to you, young fella. Because when I'm playing against an older guy or young guy, I'm just like killer, no matter who it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I treat everybody the same. So Kawhi, he's he, he a tough guy. I didn't I didn't expect him to say anything to me. And he says that. And I'm like, he. then he also says, I missed the bump. Like, he missed the physicality. Because mm-hmm. when he was younger, he was strong, but he was young. You yeah. know, so I was able to do certain things, and I, you know, to you him, boss them around, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he was young, right? Yeah, I was able to do some things, um, and, and he said I missed that bump. Yeah, and I was I held on to that one. Um, That's crazy. And then LeBron, my our brother LeBron James, when I left the Indiana, the brother LeBron said. Oh, I'm glad Ron Artest is not in the East no more. And, and, and at that time, when he said that, when he said that, I was younger and in my prime. But I was like, whoa. I was like, wow, LeBron. And he was younger, and I was still a stud at that time. Yeah. But even more now, I'm just like, now you see where he's at. And the only time he didn't make an All-Star game was when I made it. And I won number 23. Oh, man. And, and when you think about that, it's just like, that's that's an award. Like to me, that's an award. Yeah, that's an award. Um, and then when um, I think it was one, Kobe called me the best defender of all times. Jeez. that's a huge award. Um, and Dwayne Wade, he also said a lot of people don't want to mention my name, but Dwayne said the Indiana Pacers series was the one that made him. He said that was the one that really got me going. It was only one person guarding him in that series. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at him. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was only one person, it was only one person guarding him in that series. Yeah. Um, and, and and then and then like, so I'm able to take that because then when I was in the prime of my career, you know, we the we the best in the East. <laughs> it ain't nobody, we the best in the East. Yeah. And when I was in my prime, I said I, I you know, in terms of talent was going through the roof emotionally on the underground. I would go in two two opposite directions, and both directions wasn't stopping. Wow! <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Both directions wasn't stopping. Both directions. So that's really impossible to deal with. Yeah, I can. That, that then, sounds not fun at all. That's not fun. Yeah. Not fun. Not fun. Not fun. Being at your peak every day. I got Larry Bird working with me every single Woo. day. I got Larry Bird in the gym. Yeah. He's coming down, giving me his time. Time is very important, as we know, right? Mm-hmm. Giving me his time. And Chuck Person, those two, right for me, right? And then um, but they didn't realize like I was in my head was unbelievable. I was I was going to work, working extremely hard. Sure. I mean, under Larry, my average went from 18 to 24 in one summer. Wow. Under Larry Bird. Yeah. So then I get suspended. And then the next time I come back the next year. And I'm on the cover with Larry Bird. Larry Bird says I'm top ten in the NBA, right? And then what a compliment. And then I go and then I, then I then I request a trade. Like it was too much. I was I was highly highly stressed. Yeah. So, and the reason I hold on to those like those awards that they say because 
when I left the when I got suspended in the brawl that year, I, I, I missed the All Star game. Yeah, I missed another defensive player of the year. I missed the all team all team defense. I, I missed the, like five more awards. Yeah, that year. Yeah, because that's like the that's like that's like what like oh five like that's like that like that was right that was right after I got defensive player of the year and All Star and thirteen more NBA. So that was two that just pack it on again. Yeah, Man. pack on pack on three more, and then the next year. I get I request a trade mm. at the beginning of the season. So then I and then so they 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 suspended me for three months. Wow, that's another year. Right? Yeah, it's a whole other three thing. months. That's a whole another year. I got suspended. I had to go to the West Coast, and it's crazy because when I went to the West Coast, it was in the middle of the season, so I don't I, I didn't have a chance to make an All Star game. But it was crazy. I mean, I still made first team all defense <laughs> in like thirty games. I like it. I made thirty games. Thirty forty games. <laughs> God damn, dude, that's crazy. So, you know, I just hold on to those. Um, those are things I really appreciate. I mean, I think that speaks, um, you know, to you as a person. That, like, that you have all those things. I, I, lo- I love that you remember, like, exactly, like, those things. I'm I'm coming in. Grateful. Yeah, grateful. I know I'm coming into this mm-hmm. sa- a, a similar season where I, I like, want to start doing that more. So it's inspiring to hear to hear you talk yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm very that. grateful. I'm, it, it puts me, like, I'm not happy with my career. Even though some people would say I had a great career because, you know, people saw how I played. I got a championship. It's complete. But, you know, me personally, it's not complete. Um, You know, when you set your mind to something, it's like imagine failing, right? Yeah. <laughs> imagine failing, right? And you don't want to fail. So I feel like my career, you only get one chance at an NBA career. You, you get a couple chances at games. Sure. Yeah. You know, but at a career, you only get one shot. As I always tell people, have a really good time. Have a good time. What you do, really enjoy. That's it. why. That's why when I intro this podcast, I was calling you a goat is because you you are not happy with your career, <laughs> yeah. which may, I just speaks to you, dude. Like your championship winning all star, just like career. But like regardless of the uh, like physical awards, man, I just remember, like yeah, I'm gonna butter your bread a little bit. Like your tenacity is crazy, bro. Like I just remember, and it was cool that you started talking about defensive player because I just remember like, um. Sometimes, like another thing, I just watch a lot of YouTube videos when I'm running on a treadmill, <laughs> and I'll find myself watching I don't know, like uh, uh, Tracy McGrady, whatever, and like these like players from this portion of time that I loved. I loved the NBA for this like really like 2000 and like 2010 was just like my I just think so the golden we were, age when we were growing up too. Yeah, stuff. that's probably yeah. more of what it is. And I remember watching a. Uh, a steel a uh, 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 a meta steals highlight video and it's cr- it's crazy dude. I don't know how you do it like I just don't know how you do it yeah that was real defense by the way a lot of people they you said that was <laughs> real know, defense I love I love the game Michael Jordan was a great defender by the way these guys great but I love the game so much I mean I thought I was the greatest wing defender honestly but when I watched Michael Jordan and when I watched Dennis Rodman I, I'm starting to question it a little bit sure um, as I watched their defense I'm like ooh. I might have some competition. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I watched Michael Jordan. I'm like, oh, and I know he he was um the one that inspired me for defense. Like, I literally didn't care about Michael's offense. He did not. I never really focused on it. It was his defense that I really mm. loved. That's why I changed my number to 23. Michael Jordan his defense, and um, but you know when when I would when I look back at how I used to like really shut people down, I'm like. That's pretty crazy. It's crazy, <laughs> dude. It's cra- that, that's what I'm saying. Is like I'm watching this shit, just like not like, and also no, like I feel like I love I love the NBA even now, but like there was this time where it was, I mean the refs maybe let you play a little bit, and it was 
I liked it more. I liked the physical, like, I just liked that game, you know? Uh, yeah. Some people can't deal with it. You know, I get Paul, it. Paul Pierce could deal with it. Kobe <laughs> could deal with it. Yeah. Kobe really didn't care. Kobe could deal with it. Some people can't deal with it. It's my favorite. Some people can't deal with it. I like this. I like the sentence of when you're talking about competition for best defensive player of all time. It's only you and Michael Jordan. Pretty, That's it's pretty pretty well, good. Fuck yeah, dude. Would argue, some people would argue. I don't get a lot of recognition publicly from certain people. When you when you don't mention me as being one of the best wing defenders, it's like you're. you're I agree. Deliberately not mentioning me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, but you know, I mean, me personally, when I think of defense, I try not to put myself first. Um, a lot because Humble only because dig. like the, the the powers that be are not putting me first. They not they're not mentioning me, so I'm like I'm getting tired of fighting for it. But like when I'm by myself and looking at defenders, I it's clear as day that I was probably uh, one of the best wing defenders. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna say any other, but the one that on the wing, you know, it's not it's not many yeah, man. that is gonna be in front of me. I and that's a. That's a fucking excellent attitude to yeah. have. Like, and I, and yeah. I agree. I agree. It's not just defense, man. I I, I had like a 45-point point game with you in NBA Live. <laughs> in NBA Live. Yeah, I can score. I can score you two can people score. Forget that. Yeah, yeah score right, right. Two. Just because you're so unbelievable at one thing, you can also do the other shit, too. I know. It was funny. Like, cause when I was playing, when I was playing, I was actually, you know, a lot of, I would say half of my career, the ball was going through me. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah, half of my career. I wonder if, like, when you're playing too, like, did did players ever like? Obviously, they're really guarded when they're on offense. But then when they're on defense, would they ever like sort of like just play casual defense and then you'd smoke them on the first play and they'd be like, oh, f- oh shit, that's right. Like when they was guarding me. Yeah. Did they ever underestimate well, it you? Like, if you was like Roger Bell, <laughs> you was gonna beat it all night. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yep. You was gonna beat it all night and. You still would have had the double, but um, if you was Matt Harpering, you might not need a double. Um, some depending on what night it was for me. Yeah. Um, you know, a tough guy. But then if you was, you know, smaller guys, yeah, it's just <laughs> game over, baby. <laughs> it is what it is. Oh yeah. 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 You need. You got. You got. You had. You had no choice but to call a double. It was not nothing flashy, just a quick bucket, but. You gonna have to just bigger. Call a double. Yeah. Why did you? Uh, why did you? Why did you roll with? Did you choose ninety seven number ninety seven on, on Houston? Ninety six or ninety six? Sorry, uh, that's like the highest number I've ever seen in NBA. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that number actually has ninety six buildings in my neighborhood. Oh, dope. So that was just that just that, like that, that. that number. Hell we yeah. got something. We just say ninety six buildings. Everybody just say ninety six. So that that's what that was. That was just representing. Meta, you got this thing that's like. I, I like talking to you now. Everything that you do has this like thoughtfulness behind it, and this like, I, this like, interesting beauty behind it. Like I, I just I, I would have never known that until you know I'm talking to you right now. I just I really appreciate it. It's really cool. Like everything you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, when I came to the league, I was always trying to. Actually, I was just trying to be creative. Honestly, I was always trying to be creative, and I think that would have been really. It would have been amazing to see what the career would have been like. But I, just, I was just, I had too many other things. I was real rebellious also, real rebellious and going through my own stuff. You know, uh, rebellion is cool, but then when I was mixing it with the um, depression and stuff, it was kind of, it was getting out of control for me a little bit. Sure. So I wasn't able to show a lot of what I wanted to do. But I, I did, you know, I, I think I was colorful at times in the league, which I really enjoyed. 
I always wanted to be tough. I was rapping for a little minute. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that was real difficult, but it was fun. It was difficult because <laughs> like I didn't have writers and engineers. I was just rapping and just writing my own stuff and, tr- and then trying to perform it. And it just, you know, if you're doing music, you, you know, if you're not a naturally gifted artist, you must have writers. There's no way around it. Yeah. No way around it. So I wish that was something I would have done differently. I had fun acting a couple times. I'm not as into it anymore, but my kids are. <laughs> oh, no. My kids are producing. My son, Jaron, I test, he's like, I think he's going to be one of the biggest producing, um, performing artists. That's so cool. He's, That's awesome, he's man. He's a sick producer. And then my other son um, is also a producer, but, but mostly mainly a producer. I think he's getting into rapping, but my Jaron is more like producing, engineering, and DJing. Big, big music. Damn. And, Hell yeah. Um, How old are your kids? Computer science, he's a computer science major. Mm. So Dope. when he's engineering, you know, <laughs> when he's like producing is like crazy. It sounds like big. Sounds like someone we know. <laughs> he makes, um, comp- he builds video games and, and he does like sound design for games and stuff. So Wow, man. And then all of a sudden is like more like hip hop. Chief Keef, he's a fan of like hey, that type yeah, of yeah. hip hop. How, how old are your kids? Um, my my twenty two year old uh, Ron Artest the third, uh, and then uh, twenty year old Jaron Artest. Man, dope man. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> they're about to yeah, they're about to have a, a really cool career, fun life. Yeah, I listen to their beats actually. You should listen to their beats. Dude, I would love Dude, we'll to check hear them out. some. Yeah, yeah. You should check them out. You might be really kind of like you might like a couple. <laughs> oh, damn, oh yeah, I'm definitely. I'm. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I was going to bring this up earlier, but it's kind of what we're talking about now. It's funny. We always talk about this actually on this podcast. It's funny how... Like the public just has this, they have this free ability to just like mercilessly judge and yell at professional athletes or professional anybody. Oh, right, 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 right. And I was just thinking about that. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, like I don't, of course, I, I, uh, probably most athletes have like mental health issues and stuff like that because they're dealing with just like constant scrutiny all the time from like, he fat dude a in his basement and it's just like they don't like, see you as like a human right yeah and it's just like oh my god i can't believe meta missed that shot like what a trash person die and it's just like you're alone That's the at last home thing you want to hear. yeah That's the last thing you want to hear when you're missing shots yeah or if you like not playing well the last thing you want to hear is from a fan yeah exactly it's, and yeah sometimes they're not fans sometimes the people that are just like annoying they, they're not even a fan of your team but right. they're just like you might think they're a fan because they give you uh, they criticize you, but yeah. they just someone wants to but they buy, criticize they, at the arenas. I mean, it's kind of fun. You know what you're walking into. Where you got twenty thousand different human beings. Woo. You yeah. know that's you know everybody has freedom of speech. This is America, so yeah. You know, twenty thousand human beings. They might say you suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck, and uh, it's actually it's actually fun. It's, but when they take it, sometimes you can take it over the top. And I know sometimes the alcohol can play a big part. Oh, but sometimes yeah, people sure. can take it over the top, but I mean, that's what human, that's what being human is about. Like, not everything is perfect, you know. Some 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 people go and just say stuff that's super disrespectful, uh, and then you know, ha, ha, you, you can't control it. 
It's just gonna, you know, it's been happening for years. It's it's sports, man. And yeah. when you go overseas, you you'll get hit with a battery. <laughs> <That's> so random. <laughs> they throw batteries, man. They throw batteries. What the fuck is that? Badly. And this is this is a known fact. Overseas, they throw stuff at the players, right? So I played overseas, Jesus and they threw something at the wrong person. Oh my god! They threw a water bottle at me, and and then I threw five water bottles back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! In Italy, that's what I'm talking about. I don't blame you, man. I mean, that's just like so insane. I threw five full water bottles back. <laughs> just they ejected me. <laughs> well, I mean, I I feel like that's worth it. Yeah, like, de- definitely worth it. But also, you're talking about alcohol, like, and you were talking about the brawl earlier. You literally were like, they threw a right. I, if I remember correctly, it was disrespectful. It was just yeah. a beer on you, right? It was a whole it cup really, of beer. It was really disrespectful. I, I'm actually cool with the guy who threw it. Oh, and I don't have nothing against him. What? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have anything against him. Like, he did something stupid to me, right? It's like it's a personal problem I had with him. You know, yeah. but I did have more. I had more problems with everyone because even when they showed that clip to this day, I was actually doing media with this one just recently. I was doing some media, and then hmm. you know, uh, they showed the clip, and they just showed when I ran into the stands. You know, that's all they, they just show? showed yeah. that so part. Shitty. Yeah, that's <laughs> they, so don't, they, they so never dumb. showed the part when I got hit, and, my, and, and they never showed a person who hit me. Like, like tell the full story, right? You yeah, know, don't just. I'm okay with the story, but tell the full story. Like a guy threw something and then it cost me a ton of money, yeah. ton of money, you know, cause, um, but you know, my money's just paper. It's not like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's okay. I'm not gonna, um, you know, I, I'm not gonna cry over it, yeah. but it was super disrespectful. No, I agree. I mean, can you imagine like walking into your, dentist's office and just chucking a full beer at your dentist <laughs> <laughs> like that's just even if i'm home and my children throw a couple beer at me i'm gonna be upset right, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have to be at home and your child just says daddy you suck <laughs> <laughs> even my dog like my dog will buy spill water yeah. I'm like what are you doing you spill water how did you do it anytime the you know, object is like it just doesn't even matter right any and let alone getting something hitting you, thrown at your face by somebody like you don't even know. Yeah. At your job. While you're laying down. At your job. While you're chilling out. Yeah. L- while you're literally while out. you're trying to defuse a situation. <laughs> yeah. But Insane. A lot of people address it and, you're, and it's okay because I get it. I get big business and yeah. I understand why. It, it was a lot at stake because if they come out and then they say like, I'm not going to sue nobody. Like my brother did 10 years in jail for drug trafficking. Like. It's just, you know, we don't, we don't, we wow. don't play like little petty games like that. Yeah. But, um, and he didn't snitch, you know, he been snitched on, but like, but, but yeah. I could imagine like, um, if they was to come out and say the fan was wrong, that opens up to cat. That was a bunch of lawsuits right there. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta, I got, and, and when that happened, I'm like, you know, I was like, I right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I had to be, I had to be the scapegoat because that was, I could have sued everybody. I'm suing everybody. Right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm suing everybody. <laughs> everybody. But then they turn like, around and yeah. got me. Well, like, who's everybody? Everybody. 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 It's going to be very expensive, but worth it. <laughs> um, oh, I have a, a little bit of a personal question, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but um, yeah. what was your uh, relationship with Kobe like? It was, it was, it was, it was cool. It was a... I mean, I wish it would have been better, but me and Kobe are so similar, right? I always yeah. tell people the story, like, we're just so competitive. So, mm-hmm. you know, 
80-80 style, you know, you just you just kind of practice and you work hard, go home. Some people go get lunch. Some people go to the mall. Some players do a lot of things together. I was one of them players where I'm coming to work. And I can't yeah. wait to get back to practice tomorrow because I just want to attack somebody's neck. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's how I took it. You know, so, but the problem with that is you 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 miss out on a friendship. You miss out on friendships. Mm, That's yeah. why I love some of these players today because it's important to have those friendships after your career's over. But me, you know, I, I treat practice like game. I remember one time I recall out, I was in practice and recall I was like, Meta, run, slow down. I said only 20% today, <laughs> only 20%. And I said, no. Yeah. And you're talking about like half court token defense day off. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, no, you're not doing it. I'm like getting the ball, driving, dunking, playing defense hard. Hell yeah. And everybody else is like token and I look like insane. But it's like practice. I come to, when I come to practice, I'm coming to work. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And Kobe loved it. And Kobe's coming to work. Yeah. Kobe's coming to work. That's cool, you know, man. Um, yeah, yeah. He came though, and and that's and, and with us, and we just had that mutual respect. We came, we here for the same thing. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not here to get lunch with you. Sure. Was it? Was it? I'm not here to eat sweet potatoes with you, dog. <laughs> no, you guys were. But you know, at the end of our career, we did get dinner. It was like I, I remember one time we had dinner. I was like, I was like, Kobe, don't you realize this is our first dinner together? Yeah? Wow. That's so cool. And I remember because D'Angelo Russell was there, Julius, Jordan Clark, the company was there. Wow. And I'm like, Kobe, don't you realize it's our first dinner? We just and we just like let loose every, you know. What a cool, let what loose a cool memory, man. Dinner and drinks. Hell yeah. Six years. Six years. Damn. That's a fun time. That's a that's a fun memory. Man, it's a great memory. I feel like he's still here. Yeah. Hey guys, I gotta go coach my kids. Oh, dude, dude get out of here, man. We really thank you so much for doing this, brother. Yeah, I really appreciate I you. We're gonna um we're just gonna ask you one question, answer answer okay. right off right off the rip. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, two one. one. When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? 